a long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Impersonation! With auctioneer Kadai Baobab waylaid at the port by the machinations of Anarchy Fortuna, our fearless trio make their way to the Eberhardt Museum. Will Skip get to live out his lifelong dream of being an auctioneer? Will Anarchy's aspirations for mechanical domination supersede her brother's dreams? Will Gen E4 continue to be the voice of reason, or will she succumb to the chaos she finds herself constantly surrounded by? Welcome back, people, to Flight Risk. As always, I am your GM, Dwayne. We are with our Group A, our Fortuna's 5 adventure. We're going to get right into our player character introduction, then we get right back to the crazy action. First up, I have Kyle. Kyle, how are you doing, man? Yeah, you know, I'm a little puzzled as to where we're going to go next and how we're going to wrap all this up, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have faith in your guys' role-playing abilities, and worst-case scenario, you just blow stuff up or light it on fire. I mean, that's what that's what Bale does in the I, other stories. Man, he just throws a grenade when in doubt. I just feel like we're missing something, though. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> cool. And uh, what fun wacky character are you bringing to our game? Um, I'm neither fun nor wacky. I'm very straightforward and ingenious. Uh, the usual and irascible Skip Fortuna. Cool. All right. And our question is basically for Skip. What is Skip's view of the Force? Well, now, Duane, I'm so glad you asked me that, because I feel like the Force is just something that allows an individual to persuade the world at large. Not just people and organics, but the very rocks around you to rise up or move about, and it is that which um, is influenced by all. Very cool. Very similar to the ability you have, Skip, with your your talented, you know. Oh uh, no, thank you. That's not true. I I just say things, and people like me. <laughs> All right. Next player we have is Velvet. Velvet, how are you? I'm still reeling from last episode where Jen killed a guy with a trident, but I'll pull through. Hey, that escalated quickly. I felt very trapped in, like, a glass cage of emotions. <laughs> All right. Uh, which player are you bringing to the game tonight that survived miraculously last time? Uh, I'm bringing back Anarchy Fortuna, continuing her long-standing cameo. <laughs> All right. So what is Anarchy's view of the Force? Uh, having witnessed the Force firsthand from our uh, woodland wizard... Uh, Erin Windstalker. She just kind of thinks it's witchcraft, telekinesis. <laughs> She's been told there's some mumbo jumbo about being like one with it and it affecting everything. 
but that's the sort of like lie she would tell to cover up her witchcraft. So she's just waiting until she gets a hold of the grimoire or makes the appropriate <laughs> sacrifice or however it is that these folks are able to conduct her witchcraft. That that would be Anarchy Fortuna with the Force is is something to think about there. Something to keep me up at night. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, we have Leslie. Leslie, how are you? I am all right. And yourself, my dear. I am good. I have uh, thrown away half of my notes since you guys always seem to go left when I think you guys are going to go right. So I don't know why I bother writing notes anymore. I should just... I take no blame. I am utterly predictable. <laughs> but you're predictable. Except for the Trident thing. We can't explain that. Um yeah. I don't know if it'll make it. You know, when you, you know, sometimes you roll the dice and you get those those you can get those three triumphs and two despairs on a single roll and you don't know what to do with them. I mean, how perfect is that for a trident? Three three triumphs and two despairs. <laughs> Just makes what? sense. Force works in mysterious ways. Does it? <laughs> All right, and who are you playing tonight? Jenny Ford. Cool. Once again. And Jen, uh, what what do they think of the force? Well, the thing about the Force is it's a thing. It's a natural thing. Everybody interacts with it on a different level. Some people are good with it. Some people ignore it. It's just a thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. So hopefully, is, is Jen, does, has Jen has experience with the Force? Have they, have they seen it firsthand? Dubious. Been told that it's the Force. Pretty sure it was trickery. But the Force is real. Okay. They're a believer. Right on. Cool. All right, two intros down. All right, so uh, you guys had left. Uh, I don't think so, Dwayne. Okay. What is your a question that view of the Force? <laughs> what is my personal view of the Force in the real world? <laughs> yes. Um. Is it some hokey religion? Is it that which ties pokery? everything together? Is it capturable in a pokeball what is it i don't i don't think it's the force that ties everything together i think that's something people made up for i always think is the force is just a well of power people tap into that has no it has no goal it has no direction but the force is a, to me always the, the force is what you make you force it to do what you want to do which is probably why i never get jedi so nope. yeah to me the force is, is, a, is a tool you manipulate Really? Wow. You can't yeah. be trusted, Dwayne. I can't be. I could be trusted. Yes. Of everyone here, you are the most trustworthy. And I'm not terrified by that notion at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go to the museum. Wait, she's not there, is she? <laughs> I don't know. We need to find Big this event tomorrow. She might be Nalamur Toad. So yeah, you could uh, try the museum, or you could try her. I guess the place of a where she lives. Anarchy. I mean, we make house calls. I, I'll, I'll pull up the personnel file. <laughs> All right, you're gonna call her home. I think the plan was to call on her at home. I'll call on her. Okay, I misunderstood the house call part. Oh, house calls you do go to people's houses. Never mind me. So, yeah, okay. We'll be good this time, though. We won't steal glass eyes. No stealing glass eyes and no tackling pregnant girls. Promise. That was Doric. Yeah, that's true. I want to call Kelbo. Okay. Uh, as you guys are driving over to the Advent Planner's house, yeah, you can make a, a call to yes. the Kelbo. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and dial the uh, 
the number that you have for him, and it rings and it rings and it rings, and it goes to whatever the Star Wars equivalent of voicemail is, and you hear. Um, okay, I think is the thing work? I don't know. I think the light's blinking. It's record. Oh yeah, 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 it's recording. I think I don't even know. Kelbo, uh, it's it's me, um, Skip. I I have a favor to ask. Um, I I the auction. That's the thing that's happening, the big gala event. I heard there was an auctioneer, and I was wondering <coughs> if at all um, there was an opportunity to be the auctioneer. Uh, if you would put in a word for me or whatnot. Um, you're the only one I know on this planet, and I don't have much time. Thanks, Kelbo. Right. <laughs> Click. <laughs> All right, I'm sure. Don't strain yourself, Skip. <laughs> oh, that here. was hard. Uh, I'd like to help uh, lend legitimacy to that. Since I have control of the one tower, can okay. I route my phone call as if it's coming from that tower and let, like, the event coordinator know that uh, whoever was supposed to be the auctioneer is being held in quarantine. So you're going to spoof your number to make it look like it's coming from the control tower saying that, and saying that their person could, cannot do this thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that seems logical to me. Uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and give her uh, a call and let her know if you want to do that. What's the guy's name again? It was Kadai Baobab. Kadai Baobab? Yeah. Alright, I will give them a call. Yeah, it rings. I'm like on the the very first ring. She picks up and can just hear. She seems out of breath. Like, well, hi. How can I help you? Hi, this is Trisha at the Porg Authority. I just wanted to let you know that Mr. Uh, Kadai Bow Bow. Yeah, he's a, he's supposed to be coming in. He was supposed to be here already. I was going to call, but I've been like totally super swamped here. Did he get held up or something? Because I really need him here ASAP. So, Krisha, is that your name? Uh, could you really get that to happen like now? Thank you so much, darling. I love you forever. Trisha with a T, like Tagruda. And that's why I'm calling. We detected a nasty microbe on Mr. Babao's ship, and he will be held in quarantine for the next couple of days while everything's cleared up. Alright, there has to be something we can do. What do you mean? What are you talking about? He was just coming in, and I really, really don't need this today. Can we put them, like, maybe in a bubble or something? Is that an option? No, this is the Pork Authority, not like the Narsha the pandemic response. We don't just give bubbles out. I'm just letting you know so you can make arrangements. I mean, you can talk to my manager if you want. I mean, I could. I would. You know what? You know what? Not to be mean, but yes, I would love to speak to your manager, please. This, I need a solution, and apparently you can help me. So yes, I would like to speak to your manager. Pass me up, please. Okay. And I will reroute uh, the phone call to do just like every maintenance division in Narshada. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now she's just on hold forever. <laughs> she's just on hold forever, and they're gonna bounce her back between like disposal, sewage, yeah, everything. So, yeah. So for five minutes, she's waiting on hold, trying to work. And eventually, she just thank you for holding. Your call is important to us. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. We'll uh, be with don't you. bounce her too much, though. She might hang up and then call directly. Yeah, that's a valid thing, yeah. So. Approximated wait time is 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, I'll do the thing where it's like, leave your number and we'll call you back. <laughs> You'll transfer to a, a voicemail. If you would like to maintain your place in line, please leave your number and we will call you back in order. So, yeah, she's in this, yeah, everyone knows Narshada voicemail takes forever, so she's going to be locked up in there for a while, and yeah, we'll just say that you were able to transfer some voicemail, so she she leaves a very angry voicemail demanding to be called back as soon as possible, and she returns to work because she's got a big auction to get ready for tomorrow, and she'll deal with that in the morning. So, yeah, at least for now, she she is Sans Auctioneer. We need to pick up some equipment as well. Are you, what type of equipment are we looking Don't you for? Th- or, oh wait, we've already hacked into all of the cameras, right, Anarchy? Yes. So you'll have access to all of the cameras and whatnot to see where people are and what they're doing. I have access to all of the museum systems, and uh, there's also a, a virus working through the Narshada maintenance divisions. I don't know what it'll end up doing, but I've got like 400 gonk droids on hold. <laughs> gonk. I forgot about that, yes. <laughs> How could you forget the gong? Yes. So, uh, yeah, Lo is just kind of just driving around and just... So, are we done for the night? I mean, I know your dresses, they're going to be good to go, so... Am I dropping off Haro? Where does Haro live, if so? And if so, does he live with me? Uh, he's technically a minor, which obviously brings up a lot of different labor laws and things of that nature. I mean, all of this is up to you. I'm just saying, I, you know, if we need to drop him off somewhere, like maybe his home, I can do that, no problem. Harul is here to learn, Lo. Harul wants to be a comedian. What is he learning from this? His tight five. <laughs> I mean, he's getting a lot of material. I'm taking notes on all this, and I'm going to work. I think... I might be talking about getting to a tight seven or even a tight nine at this point, and that'd be amazing. That would be totally worth maybe almost getting shot over. It's gonna be amazing. Nobody's gonna even understand these jokes. This is like highbrow stuff. This is totally what I wanna do. Do not take this from me. Okay, let's take him home now. <laughs> oh, this heart. Kid's getting a little aggressive. He just shoulder struggle. What did I, I'm sorry, I don't, what did I do? If you think you have a tight seven or a tight nine already, you haven't learned anything. I'm sorry, I'll be quiet. I promise, Skip, I'll be quiet. Okay, good. Until you need to talk. And then, don't shut up. Suddenly, I think I understand you so much more. Uh, So, Anarchy, she's at the museum. Is she still at the museum? Yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, if you, she was definitely working. You could hear her working, and she was talking about getting an auction ready, so you, you could assume safely that she is at, at the uh, museum right now. Setting up stanchions. Yep. Stacking pamphlets, you know. Mm-hmm. Getting the, those linens out, all that kind of stuff. Velvet ropes. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go to the museum. To the museum. Uh, okay. I mean, you, you, it is going to be closed. I, am I assuming you have a way in? I don't think that'll be a problem. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we doing? Is this a is this a bacon and egg? That's that's what I call a B and E. It's a breakfast thing. Are we doing a bacon and egg? Is this a B and E? Uh, if so, I can pull over. I got backup plates. You know, this is not my first uh, galactic rodeo. This is Nashada, so I uh, you know I I got backup plates. I can swap them out. We won't be noticed. You just got to tell me right now. Are we doing a B and E? Do they belong to the other cab company? <laughs> actually, it's actually pretty funny. I, I got these blue cab company plates. Slowly. I swap them out. Uh, so when they see the blue cab company, they think they're doing it. It's a, it's a long-running rivalry feud situation that we had a lot of backstory there. I was wondering about that uh, wrench you had in the trunk with the blue paint on it. Yeah, uh, of course I took them off. Of, uh, yeah, we see them pull over. We, you know, you, you're driving. You see a blue cab. Pulled over the side of the road. You come over, you steal their plates, you steal their side windows. It's a, I mean, when I say it's a rivalry, I am not exaggerating. It is a whole rivalry thing. You know, variety is the spice of life. Sometimes, admittedly, the day gets a little boring, so you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, not when the Fortunas are around, I imagine. I don't think it'll be necessary, but if you wanna be cautious, you may. It's good practice. But we haven't even done a single illegal thing at all. Why would you expect that we... Because we're part of planning a jewel heist? I mean, I am no criminal mastermind, but, like, it seems kind of obvious to me that you would not, in that case, want my car with my plates there on the scene. Someone sees it, someone recognizes it. That seems like an obvious step in the process to me. But I I am not a criminal mastermind. Speaking of your cab, what if... Someone, not me, maybe souped it up, put some nitrous in it. I mean, it's not really my cab. I don't really own it. It's kind of, it is leased through the Yellow Cab Galactic Cab Company. So, like, I kind of... Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Your hands are on the wheel. It's your cab. Okay, so, assuming that I, I take this modification... Is this something that is permanent? Is this something that can be removed? Should I eventually have to return the car to, say, the Yellow Cab Galactic Cab Company? Is that something that I could do, in theory? I could. I I don't see why you just wouldn't take it with you when you retire, but... All right, well, yeah. Okay, so in that case, if there's something that you could do to really, like, you know, give me a little extra speed boost, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say I haven't dreamed of being a pod racer. So, you know, you do what you got to do. So, yeah, he'll pull over real quick, or I don't know how you pull over when you're flying in the air, but he'll find some place where he can hover, and he just jumps out and just, like, he has a magnetic plate, he just throws it on top of the other one with a different number, and it's a blue license plate. Boom, throws it on there. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Right now, we're just going to head to the museum. And then, you know, later, maybe you and me, we talk modifications. Uh, yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys follow a similar route back to the museum, and this time you can see that it is definitely closed. The exterior lights are off. The doors are kind of locked shut. Not a lot of foot traffic or anything around. And Lo will pull up to the front and goes, all right, uh... All right, all right, you guys go. I mean, it is, it's closed. I, it's, I told you it's closed, but you guys go. I'm going to head out. Unless you need me, I got groceries that I got to get. No, I think an hour? What do you think, Anarchy? Is that good? 
I have no concept of time. <laughs> so yes, an hour is perfect. All right. Uh, he puts a little hour timer on his... Uh... All right, in that case, then yeah, I'm going to head out. I'm going to do some shots. Does anybody need anything while I'm out? I'm making one trip. I'm making one trip to the market. I am getting my breakfast stuff. If anybody needs anything, you tell me now because I make one trip. I just look at anarchy. Calf. Calf. I'm gonna make a note. Uh, calf. Uh, do you need decaf calf or calf calf? Extra calf calf. All right, got it, got it, got it. Okay, double calves, uh, and then obviously the breakfast stuff. Um, anything. All right, great. Uh, I'm gonna head out. You guys do what you gotta do. I'm asking you as a professional courtesy not to commit any crimes. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, have a great night. And he just he just flies off. So you guys are standing in front of the uh, Eberhardt Museum. It is dark. There's just, you know, random walker by, nothing major going on. Lights seem to be all off. Um, you guys know the main doors are in front of you, and there's a, a loading area around the back as well. And then there's some emergency doors on each side of the building because, you know, OSHA codes and all that stuff. I Front ring door? the bell. Yes. You ring the bell? I can just let us in. No, 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 no. He's looking for Kelbo. So yeah, you ring the uh, the bell and uh, security uh, guard comes up. Say he's just a uh, kind of an overweight, balding, you know, human. Just kind of walks up slowly. Eyes uh, open the door a little bit. Hey, we're closed. You can go back in the morning or visit us uh, on the Hollow Net for the online tour. Are you an idiot? Ouch. Um, the door stops. He goes, excuse me? Are you an idiot? No. Because I am certainly not an idiot. There are no lights on. The hour definitely says what it is. So you're going to walk up to me and tell me that it's already closed here. Do you know who I am? Are you not even concerned as to why I would be ringing your bell at this hour? We have people who try to get in after hours, but it's not that uncommon. People, most people know we're closed, though. I just thought you were kind of lost. Well, then maybe start with the question. Yeah, he's going to look at you and go, um, I don't know. And let me see if he does know you. I, he shouldn't know me, but. Uh, yeah, I did. I'm borrowing it from uh, Chris from Sil Zero, their fame role. So. Yeah, he kind of looks. Aren't you from that hall of it? I saw you see in that talent competition, right? Wow. Well, that's not why I'm here, but wow. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I love reality competition shows. Uh, my wife and I saw your song and we just, we just thought it was really great. Oh, thank you. I look at his badge. Security guard Lothar. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, I'm really sorry, but yeah, we are closed. Um, right. I'm trying to get through to Nala Murtoad. I am a personal acquaintance of Kadai Baobab, and your afternoon individual Kelbo said there was an event going on. Could you uh, let Nala know that I'm here? Um, sure. J can I 
He closes and locks the door. and He's gone for a few minutes at least. And then he comes back. The door opens and... Uh, she wasn't expecting anybody. What's your business? I mean, last she heard, this guy was kind of locked up at the port. Are you like his assistant or something? No, I'm his replacement. Oh, uh, oh, she'll be freaking out about that. I know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Just come on in. Are, are they with you? Uh, yes. Um, to an extent. I'm security. I did put she us in the system. She actually flashes the badge, like, <laughs> then puts it back in her pocket. Oh, are you on the day shift or something? Because it's like, oh, okay. I'm new. Huh. Nice to meet you. I will flash my credentials as well. Oh, yeah, you made fake. You made yourself a fake credential, didn't you? Yeah. So, what is your what is your uh, credential say you are? Page Turner, Doctor Professor <laughs> of Ideology. Oh, I thought that there was a profession was Page Turner. <laughs> so, okay. special skills uh, that's, that's reads under, to the elderly. <laughs> uh, Doctor Turner, why are you here? Do you need to like check on something? I'm here to curate the exhibits, make sure everything's up to snuff. Uh, let me check if you're, uh... He looks down at his data pad and goes, Huh. Okay. Sure. Wow, they give you, like, all access and stuff. That's surprising for a visiting docent. Come on, come on, come on in, Dr. D D Dr. Turner. I'll take these two and you just go where you need to go. Just take care of stuff. Huh. And he'll take, uh, Skip and Jen over to a uh, the Degruta who is just panicked and sweating and just running around yelling at people about that doesn't go that doesn't that doesn't even match why would you put that there these are high class people this has to be our best event okay i've got like 27 things happening can you just do one thing i just need you guys to do one thing as she's panicking and we're walking up i'll just kind of relieve her of a stack of whatever she's holding and turn to put it where she was going to put it and kind of let skip step into the scene and step into the background. Yeah, she's like surprised for a moment. She goes, oh, thank you. That goes right over there. And if you don't mind helping straightening out those chairs and, and those tables, because these people really don't know what symmetry means. Can you make sure things are lined up? Thank you, your doll. Thank you. And she'll, yes, she'll turn to Skip. So you're here for a Kadai's job? Skip just waits for the security guard to introduce him. The security guard looks back and forth, goes, Yeah, this guy's like, he's, uh, he skipped for tuna. Uh, you remember I sent out this, like, this really great holovid. It was like a big email I sent to everybody, and he won this contest. And uh, did you watch it? I really hope you watched it. He sings like an angel, like one of those angels from the moons of Diego. And, you know, small world, small world. He's also an auctioneer, and he's got to help us with that eye problem. Skip, so you're here to take Kadai's place. Have you done auctions before? Of course. Great. Okay, so you know, did Kadai tell you about the job at all? In broad strokes, yes. Okay, so these people bidding are... 
let's say, kind of rough, so things might get out of hand, and I just want you to be prepared for that. These are some aggressive people. Are you okay with that? Kadai said they were ne'er-do-wells. That is... That is a great word. That is a nice way of saying it. And that's what I wouldn't call them when you meet them. No. If you see them. But yes, I'll keep your interactions with them to a minimum. And, but yeah, if you're able to handle this auction, I could. She starts snapping her fingers, waiting for a little assistant to come running over. And this, this teenager comes. You tell it's like an intern who's not being paid, who's just exhausted. He goes, yes, what do you need? I need you to get the list of the items for the auction to Mr. Fortuna. He needs to get accustomed to them and be prepared to describe them and auction them off at tomorrow's event. And the teen sighs and goes running off and in a few minutes comes back with a small little like three ring, I don't say three, I think three rings, with a data pad with the information and goes, it's a three ring data pad. Three ring data pad. Because you know why not? Because they use data pads like paper. You can attach all your, uh, yeah, you can attach your USBs to it. Yeah. So... Hand you the data pad. Here you go, Mr. Fortuna. If you want to go over to one of the offices to study, you can. Or if you want to go home, that's good too. But I have tons happening tonight. Is there anything else you need for me? I would like to know as well the appraiser and who has confirmed and certificated the items. The pork? He recommended Kerchak Jotham. He's going to be in, the, in tomorrow in the morning to look over all the pieces to appraise them. I've never worked with them before, but what the poor wants, the poor gets. And can I be there for that as well? Um, why? Well, then I don't have to handle the items myself, but I do like to see the how the heft of them, the weight of them, the physicality of the objects. And as they are appraised, I like to ask questions of the appraiser as it allows me a greater degree of knowledge about them. We really shouldn't have too many people during that process, as long as you promise not to touch anything. I will touch nothing. You know, it's just that that's fine. If that's what you need, I guess that's fine. So, okay. Uh, Jen, are you just lining up chairs and tables or what are you doing? I'm getting a feel for the room, kind of getting an idea. Are they anything is like, are there place settings? Will I know where people are sitting? Um, that kind of thing. Um, there's, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if you were looking for like a seating chart or something. Kind of. Yeah. Cause you know, nobody knows what symmetry is. So I've got to look at the map. <laughs> Sure, on, on one of the tables, you could see an elaborate, like, uh, blueprint of how the tables are supposed to be with initials for everybody at different seats and that kind of stuff. And I, I, I assume that I can see, like, this is where Nestle is going to sit. This is where so-and-so is going to sit, that kind of thing. Yeah, you can totally see uh, where how everyone there are, the five bidders are sitting at like tables, the individual small round tables that are closer to the auction. And then there are rows of seats behind that for regular people to watch the auction happen. But they have their own kind of secluded little areas where they can bid in their own piece. Do the bidders have extra seats? Like, will they have accompaniment? Yeah, I'd say the tables probably have like four seats, probably. So each person, I mean... There are no names. Okay. You can just tell that each table has like someone's initials on them. So, you know, though, this is where Noose and Jaw is sitting. This is where Moshok's spot would be. 
but it doesn't really say Moshock and like Bill, you know, that type of thing. Okay, so it's Moshock and Associates. Yeah. Uh, at Nesli's table, I'm going to remove the uh, one of the little support clicks from the bottom of one leg of the chair. Okay. <laughs> Just to be a Just to be a punk, okay? I like it. Respect. Um, and I think... Other than that, I'm just going to make a note of where everybody's going to be sitting. Okay, yeah. If you wanted to, uh, and if you wanted to take that, send yourself a copy or take that that seating chart. You could just have that on hand, or just put it to memory if your memory is that good. I figure there's only five tables. I should be able to have a, a decent idea. Okay. Is Neslia front and center, or is the Porg front and center? Porg is uh, front and center, and then kind of like in a little like half circle behind him are the other four people. Uh, Neslia is off okay. to the left. Then it goes Mokshak, then at what would be, what, like 2 o'clock would be Noose and Jaw, and then, um, what's the plant lady? Quadi, or Nikoit, whatever her name is. Nettie. Nettie. There we go. No, that's her species. Oh, that's her species? Yeah. Uh, Kawafi, yeah, I think. Yeah, Kawafi is a Nettie. That's her species. So Kawafi, yeah. My brain had that inverted. And then, um, oh, gosh. Mokshak? Yeah, Mokshak would be, yeah. Yeah, so it goes, yeah, Nezila, Mokshak, Nusinja, and then Nakafi. Um, I'll walk over after we're done setting things up and just kind of lurk behind Skip. Sure. And if he gets worked up in the conversation, I'll do the thing where I offer him one of those cherry cordials (laughs) from my pocket again. All right. So, um, and then we go over just so she knows that I'm kind of watching out for him. <laughs> yeah, that you're you're just there. I'm support. Okay, lurking and hard uh, or hardly lurking. And then, uh, Doctor Page Turner, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I have a very important question for you, Dwayne. Sure. Is this the type of museum that would have animatronics of any kind? Like, like into the displays and stuff. Yeah, like maybe like, like whalers on the moon. Come on. Or if they had, you know, like an animatronic walking with dinosaurs type of thing. Um, would you like it to? I would. Okay, I'm I'm always game for the this kind of randomness. They they could have a small yeah display of what would what would this display be? Would it be some historical Narshada type thing, or would it be like? A, are you looking for humanoids? You're talking like you want like mastodons and that kind of nonsense. I, I would like something large okay so okay this is gonks through the ages <laughs> gonks through the ages <laughs> this is uh this is an art museum so yeah they could say that someone has made a kind of display of animatronic creatures from narshada's past and it's very like you know it's like it's supposed to look like uh say like an elephant or whatever but it's like avant-garde so it's like two really thin legs and two like massive like tire trucks for back legs and like a fire hose for its nose. It's like very like that junk art style where it's like someone did. So it's, it's not an installation or it's not a, a it's not a, an actual animatronic. It's an actual installation. Yeah. It's an installation thing. Yeah. Where these that little just pe- so happens to move. To yeah. Animatronic. That when you, when the museum is open and you come up to it, these pieces kind of move around and can like show the range and these little motions, they step up and back. they, their horns or whatever these animals do, the wings flap, that kind of stuff. So yes. So there's like, let's say there, there's four ver, uh, various large prehistoric Narshadayan creatures in art form. 
Rendered lovingly in used car parts. Exactly. Used speeder parts. I would like me. to try to cobble together a- as many as I can to be functional and remote controlled. Okay. So you want to make them go beyond their original design of just moving back and forth to actually turn them into remote control beings? Yes. Sure. That'd be a, a computer's check. I would say three purple. And since, you know, we haven't rolled all day, I'm going to go ahead and flip one of my dark sides to make it uh, one red and two purple. Whoa. Ooh, what despair. My first. <laughs> well, that's a thing. Okay, so... Okay. So three successes, three advantages, and a despair. <laughs> Try to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna pocket it or? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pocket that despair because there's. I see some beard stroking going on, <laughs> and it's worrying. So okay. Yeah, I'm gonna pocket this despair for. Uh, that will happen. Okay, cool. So yeah, you have. Uh, of the, you have three successes, three advantages. So, so yeah, you have control of three of the, uh, the display things and yeah, they are logged onto your data pad. And with the advantages, I'll say that nobody's noticed that you've changed their programming and that the artist is not going to come in tomorrow to check them out to make sure they're working, <laughs> that they're just going to be like, whatever, I'm sure it works. It's fine. I've already gotten paid. One, one of the advantages is that the artist is actually just dead. <laughs> Nobody knows how this, this display works. Exactly. They just can't move it anymore. Exactly. They're like, uh, we don't know how to shut them off. So we haven't moved them because every time we get close, they hurt somebody. So we're just leaving them there. <laughs> They've stepped on three guards already. Exactly. Our insurance bills are crazy high here. So. Okay. So. Well, it is Narshada. That is true. So, okay. So you have three art installations under your control. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys wanted to accomplish? What time is the appraisal? Uh, the event just for the knowing. event is uh, like seven o'clock tomorrow night. So the appraisal is probably going to happen in the morning. I probably say noonish tomorrow, a few hours before the event, because they don't want to do it too early and give the chance of stuff being swapped out too soon. So they want to do it probably as a noonish. You and I have very different definitions of morning. Well, morning. I mean, at work, you think a museum opens at nine. A few hours after that is morningish. Just noon is not usually a word I think of for morning, but okay. So, yeah, so it will be sure. happening. Thank you. It will be happening about seven or eight hours before the actual event. As you guys um, are making your way out, um, you guys run into uh, Kelbo as he's coming in, and you see that he's having a discussion with, uh, what was the guard, Lothar? Is that what you said his name was? Yep. Yeah, you see him trying to get in, and Lothar's there, like, standing and st- blocking his path. And as you get closer, you can hear that uh, Kebble's like, Hey, I need to get in. I left something at my desk. I'll be in and out in, like, like a heartbeat. It's not that big of a deal. Hey. What's on his desk? Uh, the information desk where you saw him? The desk? Yeah, yeah. The desk seems clean. There's a, what looked like a computer monitor and whatever you'd see at a desk, papers and whatnot. But there's nothing that nothing like you, immediately nothing jump to on the... the desk. No. 
I just, I'll be real quick. I'll just get it off my desk and I'll be out of here. This is like the third time this week that you've come and said you left something. Whatever you're leaving behind, it, it just can't be that important if you just keep leaving it behind, you know? It's his communicator phone. I look for that. And so you go over to the information desk and yeah. yeah, and you open up the drawer and no, there's nothing there. It's a very orderly, clean Kelbo has a very professional desk. And there's Is it on the floor? Can I take a professional snoop? Sure. Are you uh, and see if there's something he could be hiding, like uh, access points? You're looking or like at a, like Yeah, sure. If you want to do a perception, sure. I'm being a snoop. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be against um, four purple. Holy. Flip a light side, jeepers. I, yeah, I mean, we're close close here. I'm going to go ahead and I'll take that. Maybe I'll find a trident. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Goodness. Skip oh, goes over and is like... <laughs> looking how would skip look would skip actually like be touching things or would he just be kind of doing this the the lean in and look well i mean he just looked on the desk and then on the ground he really i didn't really try as kyle to make snoop i uh, know okay. kyle was like just thought oh he must have left his communicator behind which is why it went to sell so it went to voicemail mm-hmm. uh whereas like uh this this third time this week, he's leaving something more than just a, a cellular device. Sure. So I'm gonna actually go over and like pop open the drawers, kind of root around. Sure. As you are, you are. A- oh, with three successes, three threats, and a triumph. You are digging through the desk, and you're a law officer. You know how people hide things. So you're you're just rummaging through there, and. You feel in the back of the drawer, stuck to the top, is a like a small device, maybe like the size of a communicator, that has just seemed to be adhered to the top of the inside of this desk drawer, and it's there, and everything else seems orderly, but this is doesn't feel like it. You could kind of pull on it, and you could feel like it's going to come off if you yank hard enough on it. Has anarchy arrived with us? Uh, yeah, I would say Dr. Page Turner yeah. has uh, made her way in. Um, Dr. I will actually, Dr. Professor Paige Turner didn't mean to be disrespectful. While that conversation is happening up by the door, I will pop it out and I will kind of look at it. Mm. Yeah, and it looks like a, a simple, like, com- not like a communicator, but almost like it's just a switch. It's just a simple round disc that has two buttons on it. Um, I'm going to kind of pass it to Anarchy and say, what do you think? Can I computer or mechanics it? Um, yeah, I guess you could, yeah, computer it and see what it does. Let the mask do its work. All right, you're using the the mask? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I totally forgot to, sorry, you, you used the mask earlier. You used the mask earlier on the things, right? Uh, oh yeah, because those computers, yeah. I just didn't put the blue in because. Yeah. <clears throat> no, just every time you, you do it, I have to do this. Okay. Oh, and then you, oh, that's right. Yeah, and then you did it a second time, so we'll do it again. All right, you're still okay. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, don't forget the the blue, and you're going to be going against. Um, okay, it's going to be four purple, and I'm going to flip this, so it's going to be one red and three purple. Hmm. 
Come flip at me, bro. Flip it back. If I flip it back, is that just another blue or? Oh, what no, you... it's another yellow. No, it's a green to yellow. What's your current? I'm already all yellow on my computers. Then it adds a oh green. Oh my. So you'd be five yellow and a yeah. green. And a blue. Do it. And a blue. I'll do yeah. it. Do it. Use do all it. of your powers. <laughs> what? That what? 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 Is beautiful roll. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't cancel out either, they do they? Cancel out. Nope. The something wonderful egg. happens. Something terrible happens. Good. Okay, so that is three successes, one advantage, a triumph, and a despair. <sighs> Good freaking ace. All right, so do you have an idea? Do you want to take the triumph or the despair? Would you have an idea for either one of those? I have a triumph to use too. Crap. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what it is. If it, I'm thinking if it's like a communicator, maybe uh, the triumph could be like being able to track who he's been calling. Okay, you. It's like a switch, he said. Yeah, though. what what it is you with your successes and the the triumph and advantage and everything. So you definitely know that this thing sends out a a very short range signal that will deactivate all the uh, security cameras in the building. And then that's another despair. I might just pocket that despair. That thing, yeah, because yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. So that's at least with your successes. What do you uh, for the triumph? Going to be able to recognize or spoof it? I mean, I already have control of the security systems. Maybe I can but block out the override, switch signal. Yeah, yeah, this is, oh, yeah, yeah. This is a, yeah, this is an override. This would shut off even with your control. This would shut off what you have. So if you wanted to be able to completely deactivate or even spoof this to know when he's using it or to stop him from using it. Yeah, I'll I can I'll go for uh, stomping his override. Yeah, so it's totally uh, been deactivated. Um, are you putting it back or? Yeah, I was about to say I, I I will actually use my triumph to put it back in a way that he will not notice that it has been moved. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you know teamwork. So you know that Kelbo for some reason in his desk has a basically a shut off switch for the cameras and the security systems in this museum. Shifty. Skip your boyfriend shifting. <laughs> no, his name is Kelbo. <laughs> so, yeah, the the argument with Kelbo and Lothar is just getting louder. And Kelbo, you can see that he's getting frustrated. And he just... You know what? Whatever, Lothar. Whatever. And he turns and just walks out. As he goes to leave, I go, Kelbo! And... <coughs> He stops and he turns and you see the expression on his face change from this like very angry and stern to like, if you've ever worked customer service, how you turn that, that fake voice and fake face and you all of a sudden smile pops on your face like in a reflex, whether you're happy or not. All of a sudden his customer service face turns on as well. Oh, hey, um, how you doing? Um, Skip, <laughs> Skip, uh, wh wh what are you, what are you doing here? I, didn't you get my message? No, I've been... I've been out all day. Where have you been? I called you about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, I just have... I, I, I don't have my communicator on me. Oh, is that what you left at your desk? Um, yes. I give him the, like, expression. Oh, I could get it for you if you'd like. What does it look like? Um, it's... Um... 
Yeah, I don't. It, it's not my communicator. I just left um, a data pad that I really needed to do some work at home. It's in my uh, bottom third drawer. Oh, of course, I can get that for you. Sure. So yeah, you go to the drawer and there, yeah, there is a, a data pad down there. So yeah, you could bring it over, and he takes and goes. Thanks, uh, thanks, Skip. You, you're a lifesaver. I I really appreciate it. So um, are you working the auction at all, Kelbo? Uh, no, I did not. I did not get they, they they do a lottery for these big events, and I did not get picked. That's what you were saying. So I did not get picked for the event, and it it's okay. It. Honestly, it's fine. I'll just be at home and just watch some movies and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and just relax. Have a nice day with your friend. But you really wanted to work it, right? Yeah, but it, it's, it's fine. I've worked like the, the last seven days and I could take a day off. I'm just putting up my feet, getting some ice cream and just, you know, have some Kelbo time. That sounds great. I pass over the data pad and I say, this is what you were looking for, right? Of course. What else would I be looking for? Well, if there was anything else over there, I could still bring it to you. No, that that's it. I just want to do some work at home. Cool. So how do I determine if he's lying to me? Um, that is an interesting question. There's... I mean... Is that... No, I mean, what skill would that be? The problem is there's not really a one-to-one in here, like, for insight. Yeah, something... I, I go D&D and I think insight, so... Skullduggery, I honestly... You can do, com, like, combating... It's like negotiation, maybe? Like, you're, you're trying to read him, or Skip can charm him. Yeah, I would say... Or you can just do straight-up perception. Yeah, I, I would say perception, because you're trying to see if you notice, like, sweat on the brow, or some way that he's lying about something. Or vigilance, I guess, maybe. I don't know. That's a little weird. Yeah, so you'd be rolling against his perception, or his discipline, I guess? Is, um, he, is he disciplined in lying to me? Well, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out what you're, you're rolling against his ability to, to hide a lie if he is lying, in theory. Uh, that would just be say, deception on his part, I guess. You you could just make the roll and not actually technically tell us what's happening. Yes. So you could stat it out with his deception, with his discipline. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure because, out what to pull I mean, off for him. If he's not lying. Okay, so that would be uh, three yellow. So three red for skip to roll against? Yeah. But what am I rolling? Uh, you'd be rolling your, I think you said perception? I said nothing. I was waiting on you. Yeah, I was. I'm, <laughs> I, well, I said perception because you're trying to perceive some sort of tell or something from him. Hmm. Okay. Is, I mean, you please. Unless you can talk up something yeah, please else. Please argue man. another skill if that's fine. I'm just trying to think of what would be a skill you could use for that. I, I don't think I stand a reasonable chance in hell of succeeding at this. Do you want to flip a point? There. I have a failure but an advantage. Could have been worse with three red on the table. Sure. You could have really pissed him off. 
I it how could it? I mean, how could I have really pissed him off? Yeah, true. I was just trying to be helpful and determine if he was lying. Yeah, so so as far as is the most ineffective or inoffensive way of determining this. Yeah, so yeah, in effect, Skip, you believe that he is telling the truth that as far as I I can't tell one way or the other. Yeah, you don't know if he's lying about the data pad, if maybe that thing in the desk could have been someone else's and just happened to be in his desk. Who knows? But yeah, I would like my advantage to be that Kelbo he really thinks highly of me. Yeah, don't totally. Yeah, he'll go. You know what, Skip? Thank you so much. I don't know what the heck is up with uh, this guy over here, but I really appreciate you helping me. And uh, after the auction, if you have time, I would love to like you know me and my husband go. Maybe maybe we'll break bread and and have a meal. Yes, with Lothar and his wife, because you two really need to patch it up and find a way to connect as friends and co-workers. He's not my friend. I don't need him to be my friend. I'm good with him being a work person. I mean, I'll go for a meal, but I, I can't promise friendship. I love your music, though. Oh, oh, good. Yes, of course. Who doesn't turn down a good free meal? Go to the burning deck and get some moose balls. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Have you had hot moose balls? Uh, I've always like I was wanted to go there, but it's always booked up. You know, like know somebody who works there? Absolutely. Okay. For moose balls, I'll try to make friends with this guy. It's a double date. Triple date, right? You're gonna be there too, right? Wink. Well, I mean. Of course. <laughs> Hosting and all. <laughs> but you have everything you need, Kelbo. Yes, I'm going to go get to work, and then um, I'll talk to you uh, after the auction. Just uh, give me a call and let me know how it goes, okay? Well, it sounds perfect. Thanks. And he just turns and just hurriedly walks out. All right, so the three of you guys are at the, the door. You guys head down? Yes. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. So, yeah, Lothar yeah. shows you on the, the way out. All right. Uh, you guys be safe out there. And Mr. Fertuna, I will see you tomorrow. Sounds great, Lothar. You know, if uh, by, if by any chance you ever have a, a signed photo... My wife would lose it. She would just laugh it. If you add one of those, do you happen to have one of those? I just pull it out. (laughs) Of where? You don't have pockets. (laughs) I have a pocket in the inside of my jacket that contains pictures of Skip Fortuna that are (laughs) pre-signed. Those are the only pockets. That's all he has. He has business cards. Glossy. The only pocket he needs. Business cards. Glossy or matte? (laughs) (laughs) Wallet or wall (laughs) status? Here's a list of my preferred framing individuals. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, my wife is just gonna love this. She's just gonna love it. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night, Mister Fortuna. Uh, Doctor uh, Professor uh, Turner, you're heading out too. For now, right. I may return. Okay. Well, I I guess. I mean, you have all access. So if you want to come tomorrow, you can come tomorrow. But uh, 
just stay away from the auction floor. There's going to be a lot going on. My boss told me to be firm about this. So Lothar, I'm, you know, I'm being firm. Stay away from the auction floor. You can still go, you can go to the exhibits and stuff, but it's just going to be real busy, you know? Thank you for letting me know. And thank you, Lothar, for not closing the door on friendship. Those two walk out with that, that moment, and Jen just, just tips tips her hat, like, good night. <laughs> it just kind of follows them, shaking her head. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. The best and easiest way you can help the show is simply by spreading the word on social media. If you want to help us in a more monetary fashion, head over to patreon.com backslash flight risk pod. If you want to reach out to the show, we can be found on Twitter at flight risk pod and on Facebook. Uh, hold on one second. Cause my son is walking by with this thing for some reason. Oh. Let me go close this door. Give me one sec. <laughs> I thought that was the security guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on for one second. He pulls out a little stick. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> no, see, I was picturing, hold on for one second. Come, uh, Guys, we got a drunk at the front door. <laughs> Actually, there's three of them. Sorry. If you could just uh, 